When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, hey, Holly, did you have anything you wanted to add to that uh, Dirt Alert update? Oh, yes. That fabulous Dirt Alert update was brought to you by Coburn's Delivers. And thank you, Holly Roberts. Okay. For all of you, uh, what's the most overrated candy? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And we're asking you, what's the most overrated candy? Bradley, do you want to explain that a little further? Because there is a nuance to this. I do. Well, it's not so much a nuance as like, uh, I don't want this to become like, what candy do you hate uh, conversation? To me, the question, uh, and I can tell you where the question came from in just a moment, but the question really is, um, what is the most overrated candy? And my response was Snickers. It doesn't satisfy you. It does not satisfy. Now, this originally came from Nick Confessori, um, and he's like a um, a reporter for the New York Times. I just happened to see this on Twitter because somebody else that I follow responded. And he said, what's the most overrated candy? I say M&M's. So he thought M&M's were the most overrated. He's wrong. And I just want to focus on overrated, not crap candy. Right. I think you can make an argument. Well, I would like to make the argument that Snickers is the most overrated candy, specifically because it's it's so ubiquitous and everybody's like, oh, Snickers satisfies. It's amazing. It's like the number one candy. I'm like, why? It's dumb chocolate and weird nougat that nobody wants. <laughs> and peanuts. Like, peanuts? Really? In this day and age, you're excited about peanuts for what? But so, it's not like you wouldn't eat a Snickers, and that's the nuance. Correct, correct. You would eat a Snickers if it was in front of you and be like, that was yeah. a Snickers. But if I was everybody talking dumb talks, candy, yeah. I would you know, be like those dumb dots on paper that people like lie to you and act like they actually enjoy. Yeah. They don't. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to be zagging when you're zigging. So essentially what we're asking you is what's that candy that everybody goes bonkers over that you're just like, nah, no, it's that not really so overrated. Nothing to write home about. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Let's go to Brianna. She's on line one. Hello, Brianna. Uh Razzles. Um ever since thirteen going on thirty came out, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Razzles but I just feel like they taste like chalk and then their gum and then the gum loses its flavor in like 15 seconds i don't even know what a razzle is they kind of look like um sweet tarts right yeah or like bottle caps bottle caps yeah yeah but they turn into gum and in the movie 13 going on 30 apparently they were like a big darn deal yes okay all right i might need to avail myself of a razzle thank you brianna um brianna thinks razzles are the most overrated candy bradley thinks snickers is the most 
overrated candy. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What do you think the most overrated candy is? Let's go to Marta. Hello, Marta. Hello. What is the most overrated candy? I think M&M's are, honestly, mm-hmm. because they're just little bits of chocolate. I mean, they're different color shells, but they don't even taste any different. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, so much money spent on commercials and stuff, but, I mean... I agree with you. I don't want to, like... I don't want to turn M&Ms this into... Specifically. An, I don't want to turn this into an argument, but I wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree because um, it's like a little compact chocolate moment at each bite. It's the best. But can we be honest? What? Thank it's, you, Marta. Thanks, Marta. Yeah. Uh, it's not good chocolate. Bite your tongue. Okay. I mean, it's I not mean, if, bad if chocolate. If I'm craving chocolate, now I'm going to sound like a D-bag, right? Uh-huh. If I'm craving chocolate, I like, like a nice 70% cacao. 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 No, um, I actually am a Cadbury person all mm-hmm. the way, and I will get real D-baggy now because I will tell you there's a difference between Cadbury made in the U.S. and Cadbury made in England, and if you can buy it. If you can buy the imported stuff, which is very hard to locate, trust me, even when you're like, oh, they have it at Target. No, that's not the real deal unless it's the holidays. Then they sometimes will have the original real deal from the UK. Otherwise, it's just licensed and made in the same place that your M&Ms are made in. I've checked. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the opinions. most overrated candy? Uh, we've got Sue on the line. Hello, Sue. What's the most overrated candy? Hershey's Kisses. Yes! Agreed. It's, just because it's, it's like just dumb chocolate. Candle. It's like I mean, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Oh, yeah. Sue. Also, you have to unwrap it. I mean, that's annoying. And and, and if you want another one, you got to unwrap another one. Yeah. Thank you, Sue. And again, it's not that I don't like M and M's. I eat M and M's all the time. In fact, the caramel M and M's, I will rub them on my body mm-hmm. if I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Peanut butter M and M's. Literally, if I were going to join another twelve step program, it would be for re- uh, for um, peanut butter peanut M&Ms. butter M M's because M M&M and M and M's because they're the best because they're so like awesome. and they're better than Reese's pieces. But plain M and M's are so me. overrated anyway. What do you think's overrated, Colleen? I'm going to just give like a whole. This is not a um, like a branded candy. This is like an actual like type of candy. Saltwater taffy. Is so overrated when people are like, "Oh, I'm oh. buying." I went to the store and we got some really good saltwater taffy. Like we went like, to this what? place in New Jersey that people like travel for saltwater taffy. No, it's, it's just a marketing gimmick it's, for tourism. It's it's not even good, and it gets stuck in your teeth, and it's hard to eat. It's no. Can I tell you though? I really love the saltwater taffy at the state fair. Overrated. I'm a taffy lover. Overrated. Jason's on the line. Hey, Jason. Jason, what do you think the most overrated candy is? Hi, Jason. Hi. Anything dark chocolate is just gross. It isn't sweet. It isn't chocolate. It's just bitter ick. And everybody is <laughs> and everybody's all about the dark chocolate, right? Because it's healthier. Yeah, exactly. But it's not even chocolate. It's it's like I can't even describe it. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's, no dark chocolate for Jason. Thanks, Thank you. Jason. What's hilarious about it is that that's actual chocolate. That's the funny I mean, part. It, it is actual chocolate. Right. The chocolate that he loves is actually very little chocolate, mm-hmm. which I'm totally here for. Because Cadbury, for example, milk chocolate, love it, want more of it. Holly, do you have one? It's the same as you, Brad. It's Snickers. Oh, yeah. Snickers. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, see, everybody I, gets like, oh, Snickers. I'm not going to say it's my favorite, but it does satisfy. Does um, it, though? It does me. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Why not? Nougat? If you're looking at a display of candy bars, Colleen. Uh-huh. You're picking a Snickers? Sometimes. You're picking a, who, sometimes I do if I'm in the mood for one. What? Uh, Don't look at me like that. I, got, I, I can eat my own. I'll eat my own bars. You know what else is overrated really quick? Hmm. Sea salt caramel. No. Like, it's just... I like caramels. Don't get me wrong. But overrated, like, oh, try our sea salt caramel macchiato. That's very oh, 90s. Oh, try our oh. sea salt caramel la la la. No. The salty and the sweet no, is essential. Overrated. Oh, no, it's not. It, it is. is rated it's, appropriately. It's just caramel. Calm mm-hmm. down. If I'm eating it. It's X-rated. Let's go to uh, Miley. Is this Miley Cyrus? Hi, Miley Cyrus. Hey, guys. Um... <laughs> What is, I'm so, I can't even believe we have it's you on the line. It's not Miley Cyrus, oh. let her to her. <laughs> Okay, fine. What's the most overrated candy? Twizzlers. Oh. They're so, like, waxy and flavorless, and I don't know why people eat them when they could be eating red vines instead. Oh, my God, you are so right. And do you know what else those, you know what the worst ones are? Those pull-apart stringy ones? They yeah, taste like plastic. So it does not taste like food. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're on to something. Thank you, Miley. Say hi to Liam for us. Stop it. That's not Miley Cyrus. You don't know. I do. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got Paul McGuire Grimes here from Paul's trip to the movies. He's going to tell us what we should be watching this weekend on My Talk 107.1. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies has joined us on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. Hi, bitches. And Paul McGuire. Hey, oh, Women's Hello. Day. Hello, women. Ladies. With a y. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, Paul I went McGuire to a Grimes. small liberal arts school, so we say women with a Y. Thank you. Uh, Paul McGuire Grimes, with all of the proper letters, is here yes. to tell us what's in theaters. We have, I mean, in honor of National Women's Day, mm. it is Captain Marvel. The huge movie in theaters this weekend is Captain Marvel. Okay. And it's what does gonna... that have to do with women? Well... Brie Larson stars as the title character. She was uh-huh. the titular oh, character. Oh, see, I yes. bet not everybody knew that. Well, now it's a you good question. Know. I, yes, yeah. It's a lady Captain Marvel, and this marks the first time that Marvel has had a female hero as the lead. We had Ant Man and the Wasp, which was a you know co lead, if you mm-hmm. will. But she's really leading the pack here. And as we see here, this movie takes place in the 1990s and really gets us going into how the Marvel Cinematic Universe all started. Mm. Interesting. And Brie Larson is fantastic okay. as Captain Marvel, and named after a cheese. Uh, true. Uh, I do have to, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, because I, I'm trying to remember Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies. Are you a Marvel fan? Love them. Okay. Um, because I know that some people don't yeah. get excited about the superhero movies. And that's perfectly all right. I don't want anyone to feel pressured into like having to go out. But I think with this one. Especially in this weather. Uh, seriously. <laughs> I, I can't even get started there. Okay. Um, <laughs> You don't need to know the Marvel Cinematic Universe to enjoy this one. You can really go in fresh. And yes, it does help to kind of have that kind of background Marvel knowledge. But then, like I was sitting there watching and thinking, okay, I know that this is coming up. So let's try to put some of these pieces together. But if you didn't know that, it's still super fun. Did you do you think that they tried to sync up the release with National Women's Day? Like, was that on purpose? Do you believe? I, th- I think so. But this is one of three Marvel movies this year. We've got Avengers Endgame coming out in mm-hmm. May, which falls within the Avengers release dates, and then Spider Man, um, which is coming out the next Spider Man, which is coming out in the summer. Okay. So maybe yes, There's but another Spider Man. Oh, mm-hmm. and my husband, my 
BFF, my okay, boyfriend's Okay, I love it. what you just did because you couldn't call him your husband. I couldn't. Uh-huh. Your movie husband. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's the villain in it. Uh-huh. Oh, so, I thought you were going to say he was Spidey. I oh, think Tom he's a little middle, middle-aged Spidey. No, Tom Holland is back. It's a young Spidey. It's high school Spidey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. The two of them, do they like oil wrestle? Oh, okay, God. stop. That's a whole different <laughs> that movie. That's another awesome. movie. Yeah. Come yeah. on. No, we'll no, talk about that on the podcast. Um, but <laughs> so this is the first. This is then the first of the Marvel movies to expect this year. Yes, and, and it, tell us a little bit more about kind of what the vibe was. So the vibe is that you know part of it takes place in outer space, and then part of it is back here in Earth, on Earth. When she crash lands, she realizes that she once had this former life as a fighter pilot. So as the audience, we're getting this origin story of this character really at the same rate that she's remembering what her past was like, mm-hmm. okay. and it's nineteen ninety. So there's all of that kind of throwback feel to it with the blockbuster and some Gwen Stefani and TLC. So like it very much has that 90s aesthetic, which is a lot of fun. And it really is a character driven movie versus the big action blockbusters that some of the other ones are kind of known for. So with this one, like you kind of have to go in thinking it's not going to be huge. It's not epic. Some of the action sequences are a little bit frantic, in my opinion. But what makes up for it is Brie Larson. She is kick butt. She's fiercely independent. There's no room for a love interest. She's got a little bit of a sense of humor mm. to her as well. She pairs well with Samuel L. Jackson, who is back again as Nick Fury. And they have really great chemistry together. Hmm. Annette Benning plays the supreme intelligence. Ooh, so nice. she's got a few tricks up her sleeve as well. So there really is, it's a great cast overall. Okay. Paul, All right. Can you tell me? Three and a half out of five ticket stubs. Oh, and Holly's about- asking a question. I don't oh, know if sorry, I couldn't hear. Sorry, oh, Holly. My phone's on him. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, we'll do this. Okay, now go. Try I want to ask about Marvel's latest, hottest character, Goose the Cat. Oh, Goose yeah, the, the ginger. Cat. Yep, we got a cat in this one, which is basically a scene stealer. And I don't want to exp- um, spoil how that comes into play, but every time that that little cat's on screen, it's adorable. Cats will do that. Cats will uh, steal scenes. I'm oh, just completely. saying. The mm-hmm. cat get eaten. Bradley, no. uh, that's okay. enough out of you. But there's okay. a bit. It, there, the cat plays a big part in this movie. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you. Do not underestimate a cat. Meow, 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 meow. It okay. doesn't do that. Since none of us are going to be able to actually get out of our yeah. houses this weekend, uh, what do we have to look forward to Two in the really home great release? movies at home. The first one, both about like families, is mm-hmm. about instant family. And it's with Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne who decide to grow their family a little bit later on in life through adoption. Mm-hmm. So they adopt a teenager and then her two siblings. So they kind of think, oh, this will be easy, raising kids. And kind of how important adoption is and what that experience is like for parents. You did, you interviewed them, did you? I did, yeah. yeah. So I got to interview Mark and Rose and Tig Notaro and Julie Haggerty, the writer and director Sean Anders and it was really great to talk to them about uh, my own, our own story with adoption mm-hmm. right now and to get parenting advice from them which is super cool those interviews are on my YouTube channel Paul Strip the movies on YouTube I, I loved talking to them and I always you get a, a, a newfound respect for people right. when you get to talk to them on a kind of person to person level and yeah. both Mark and Rose are really funny in this movie too so it's heartwarming but funny at the same time and how many ticket stubs? three and a half out of five for okay. instant family as well okay and the other one we've got about a minute Cre- Creed 2. Let me oh, tell yeah, you. with the Sylvester Stallone. Yes, and hottie Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie far more than I thought I would. Because what the Creed movies are doing is showing that this story is far more than just a boxing movie. Mm-hmm. In this one, Adonis Creed is kind of try, is wants to avenge his father's death by going into the ring against Victor Drago, Ivan Drago's son. That happened in Rocky IV. Anyway, and at this time, he's starting to raise a family. And that idea of, can I have the career that I want and I think I deserve? 
And what does that mean when I start to raise a family? And how can you have them both at the same time to carry on his dad's legacy, to be his own fighter, and then to be a father? This movie really is about fathers and sons and that relationship, you know, between them. I, I was crying by the end in a way that I didn't think that I would. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just because I have fatherhood on the brain right now. But mm-hmm. like it, it really meant a lot to me, this movie. Um, you know, I think that my kids just watched this one. With really? my husband, oh, yes, I love it. They are all about, oh. and they've been asking about it, yeah, for weeks. Uh, and so I think I think that they did just watch it because they're great. really into it. Um, but they loved it. Good. And so, how many tickets? Stubs? I'm giving it four out of five. Okay. I mean, Michael B. Jordan's great. Felicia Rashad is in Sly. Dolph Lundgren is back. Tessa Thompson is fantastic as his wife. All right, Creed 2. I am, yes, I am. Wonderful talking about the same movies. Same movies, yes. All right, so tune in to see Paul from Paul's Trip to the Movies on Twin Cities Live. Also check out his website, his YouTube channel, his podcast. He's multimedia. Uh, Thank you, Paul, for joining us today. We've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots coming up next on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we call those dumb people doing dumb things a name that I'm not going to tell you yet because I feel generous. I just got overcome with the feeling of generosity. Wow. And I want to give something to our listeners for that, putting up with us. I feel like you just want to give something. No. Away. It's generosity. Oh, what am I giving? Away? What am I feeling generous about, Holly? You're feeling generous about. Ow! Oh, geez. Careful. Pizza. Uh, sometimes it hurts. I am feeling generous about pizza. 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 You don't even know what you're feeling no, generous about. I do about. know. You know what? It's I'm going to busy the phones. Don't get so antsy here and calling me. $50 gift card to my friends at Green Mill. Yes. And you know what they have now at the Green Mill? Take and bake Take pizza. Take and bake pizza. I think I might go grab one of those tonight. You for should the grab, whole weekend. I was going to say you, you should might grab, grab about six. Yeah, exactly. Because we got some weather feelings to eat. Mm, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to eat your weather feelings, what collar? Three. Collar number three. And now, crazy stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. Where are we going? We're going to Germany. Deutschland. We are uh, taking it international. Because, you know, a lot of things are going on in the world today and also in our nation. Uh, But we're going to Germany. And I want to tell you about a lady in Germany who was very upset. Have you ever had this happen where somebody, nope. you don't even know, parks in front of your driveway? No. Oh, I don't have a driveway. So, oh, that's though, right. So. Well, it is irritating when somebody blocks you into your own driveway. Oh, my gosh. Even if they're just a little bit over and half of the car is in the way and you think maybe you could drive around them, it's still irritating. Well, this woman had somebody parked on her street blocking her driveway and she was angry about it and she wanted attention and she wanted the attention of the authorities. So she called the police and she told the police that her husband had been murdered. What? Yeah. 
But the thing is, her husband had not been murdered. Um, okay, I feel like there are a few steps you could have gone with before the murdering husband bit. She wanted them to show up promptly, and she thought that perhaps telling them that her husband had been murdered would be a good way to get him there quickly. And they showed up. Well, so technically it worked. It did work. They got there, and uh, they were like, where's the murdered guy? We can't get around this car that's blocking your driveway. And she was like, hey, actually, funny story. Nobody was murdered. There's just a car blocking my driveway. Can you help me out with that? And then they were like... Is that booze on your breath? Oh, so kind of like actually, you know what this is? Is that this is just like a case of like everything going right because um, she couldn't get out of her driveway, which means she couldn't drive, right? I'm saying the car blocking her driveway, yeah, well, yeah, prevented her from drunk driving, yeah. and then the police got there, and then, and then she she got arrested, and that's not a good part of the story. So but at least whatever, she didn't drunk drive exactly. Yeah, that's the. So bottom if you're going to get taken to jail, better to get taken to jail for crying murder in a mm-hmm. theater on fire. I guess. I think that's a phrase or saying or something. Okay, but, no. but there you go. She's okay. got. She's going to pay some fines. Okay, and she's going to sober up hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was where. Deutschland. That would be Germany, correct? Um, Let's go to Taco Bell. Oh my gosh. Taco Bell. I would love to. Let's run for the border. And I'm so excited because this Taco Bell uh, takes place in South Carolina. Okay. And it involves a paucity of meat. I don't know what that means. A paucity of meat. Is that like a flock of birds? (laughs) Yes, no, it's like, it's what you call a beef that is ground on a Mexican pizza. Oh, okay. No, paucity is um, not enough. Mm. Oh, like okay. Like a scarcity. Okay. So Not this, enough beef. All, not enough ground beef. Where is it? South Carolina. What do you mean, that, where is that it? That was a Wendy's joke, sorry. Uh-huh. Move on. I, that, uh, thank you, Holly. Thank you for explaining your joke. Where is She's it? She's wondering where the beef was. Oh, oh! Is that what? That Taco what? Bell. But where is that? Sorry, I tried to make a joke and it didn't okay. work. Okay. I said, carry on, I wanna, I want to go to Spartanburg, North South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, to the Taco Bell there. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday afternoon, this guy came in for a Mexican pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we all he's know. a smart guy. Who doesn't love a Mexican pizza? Mm. So the Mexican pizza arrived and, um, well... Let's just say the uh, suspect, the perp in this case, did not appreciate the amount of beef on his Mexican... Well, I won't even call it beef. The meat mm-hmm. on his Mexican pizza. It now, was not enough? It was... He, he didn't have enough meat? Correct. Okay. He said his Taco Bell Mexican pizza could use some more meat. Okay. So... An employee told cops that she remade the suspect's food. However, the man remained equally displeased with his second pizza and demanded a full refund. Now, at that point, they were told that was not possible since there was not a manager on the premises and they couldn't give him a refund for the, what, $1.99? I don't even know. What I mean, does a Mexican pizza cost these not days? Not much. A couple $3. dollars. $3.99? I don't know. It could be $10. I'd still pay for it. Mm-hmm. He, uh, when he was told that he could not get a refund... He became enraged. Now, I will say, I think it's a little shady that they couldn't just give him his money back if he was not pleased with the amount of ground beast on his Mexican pizza. Mm. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Give him his money. 
I want to know, did he get to keep both of the Mexican pizzas? I know. Well, I want to know what happened to those Mexican pizzas. Because if I were working there, I'd be eating them myself. Anyway, he became enraged, declaring that he would show those employees how to make the food the appropriate way. And he did. He hopped the counter and made his own Mexican pizza? He walked behind the counter into the kitchen area and began making his own food. Now, unfortunately... He did not follow proper health and safety guidelines while making his food. So he didn't like wash his hands, put on a hairnet. No protective gloves. Okay. He made himself another Mexican pizza and subsequently left the store with it. I mean, that is ballsy. Now, during the time that he was also, what? What is is everybody around him doing? You know what I'm saying? Well, it says the man, according to the worker, the man was angry and upset throughout his time in the facility and used foul language in in response to her repeated demands to leave the Taco Bell. Also, can I ask you, I I don't, if you... Don't you just call 911 and be done with it? If you were, if you were, if somebody said, here are the keys to the Taco Bell kingdom, go make your own Mexican pizza. Oh my God. Would you know what to do? No, but they have pictures. Oh. Don't they? I don't know. I I've remember never worked there when I uh, worked at uh, a, the corporate establishment that had a Taco Bell in the cafeteria. It was like a mini Taco Bell, and, and they it was had like little, IKEA. They had the IKEA pictures to show you how to make of, it. Yeah, you know, like Starbucks or like Caribou. I don't know. I assume they have like pictures, like dump this on this, put this on this. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then, but I mean, come on, it's a Mexican taken. pizza. This it does can't not be that require like a you know a lot of knowledge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you plop some stuff apparently it does though because that guy was not pleased anyway he did escape okay with his pizza with his pizza i can't believe that they just let him make his pizza i know that's what i'm saying it's like what are they doing when he's back there making pizza what if he had cholera or detritus or something these days you don't know that's not a thing detritus means dirt uh, what's the well, word? You wouldn't want him to have diarrhea, is what I meant to say. But you wouldn't want him to have dirt either. Okay, frankly, especially because anyway, he didn't. There's wash a man his on the loose with a free Mexican pizza, presumably with a large amount of meat. I'd say he won, if you ask me. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you my story. It's dumb. Uh, um, oh. When we That's come back, nice. no, it is dumb. Okay. When we come back, we're going to do something. But before we even think about leaving and doing something else, I'm feeling generous again. Oh, my gosh. Do you have a Taco Bell pizza? I don't. But I do have something else. What do I have, Holly? We have a pair of tickets to join Colleen and Bradley's reserve table at Date for Life. It's a fundraiser for Children's Cancer Research Fund tomorrow, March 9th, Woo! 7 p.m. Now, be sure that you can make it to the event Tomorrow night, it's at International Market Square, Minneapolis, caller number two. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. When we come back, we're playing the throwback live at 245 on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. 
You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.